Welcome to another episode of the Peak Potential Success Show. My name is Fong Chua, and I'm entrepreneur, business strategist, real estate investor, speaker, and also a best-selling author. And every single day, I help others unlock the potentials and guide them to succeed. Today, I have an amazing guest. Um, I'm very excited to have her because every single time I see her online and on these Zoom calls and also on these business conferences, she's always smiling. She's always adding value. And it was great to see her face-to-face -face as well. She's so down-to-earth and uh, just such a, a, a such an authentic person to get to know. Uh, she loves helping her clients automate their success, automate their life and their businesses. Uh, because in this day and age, we have so much stuff going on. When you can automate, it's absolutely advantageous for you and for your success. She loves turning visions into reality and help her clients operate at peak uh, performance. So please welcome recording artist, Arthur, author, speaker, coach, Ms. Nenny Carolina Chase. Uh, thank you so much, Fonchua. It was a pleasure meeting you in person at Mega Success just a few weeks ago. So it's really, I'm really honored to be here sharing with your audience everything that they have to do for automating their systems, their processes, how to get more success with automation and also how to optimize their life so that they can uh, operate at peak performance. And of course you are one of them, right? Like you operate at peak performance and you do everything that you can to show everybody that it can be done by with these, these uh, shows. Thank awesome. you. Well, thank you very much for your time and uh, and what you're going to be sharing with us today. So for, for people who don't really understand what exactly it is about automating your success, uh, tell us more about what you do. And then also, how did you get to that that point? Because I know you have a pretty interesting background. Uh, you, you started off in engineering and all that kind of stuff. And well, automation is going to be something that's right in your real house. So tell us more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So one of I am a software engineer, but I, I went to college for that. So I, I worked in the corporate world for 23 years. So we I created really high level systems to automate, uh, for example, the stock exchange trading uh, in my hometown. We did automation. We did a huge implementation of the first electronic clinical trials on, on handheld devices. And I did the server side and client side system for that and also automation of the, the case disease reporting based on the big data from the VA. So this is my background. And uh, so I'm a geek, of course, and I love uh, working on computers, software, anything that's new, that is avant-garde, like all the applications, all the apps for the iPhone. When, they, when the iPhone came up in 2007, of course, I was all over it. Like, how can I automate some of my, my daily tasks? How can I be more productive? How can I be more effective using these apps. So basically they're automation, right? So automation not only involves automating something that you have, but also using automation that's already done for you. For example, using Typeform for gathering leads as for, in the form of service connected to Zapier automation that links, that triggers actions on the Gmail or that triggers action on uh, saving some in data on the Excel spreadsheet. So that's what automation really is. It's using technology to simplify tasks that you it would take you one by one lot longer to do. And of course, if you can use a system, if you can use an app, if you can use a process that is automated, then you can get there faster. And that's, that's why I do that. So I definitely I want to find out everything that you have to, that you can do uh, within digital world. For example, for music distribution, I'm a recording artist. So 
I have been doing music business for since I was 17 years old. So everything that was needed to be done, for example, you can you create events online, right? That's an automation, even though you don't see it that way, but you can automate to create an event. Before we were doing it by word of mouth. We would print out a flyer. We would have to go in different places and put it in the wall. But now we have an automation, right? That creates an event online in different platforms, where it's, it's um, Facebook, where it's Gigsal and any other system that is out there to, to, brought to advertise events for free, you actually do an automation. You fill up the form, put up an event, and people can get more information about where you're going to be, how, where you're going to be giving value and sell your services and products. So I've been really into that because of my music business. And of course, in parallel, because I was a software engineer. And then when I launched my, my coaching business career, uh, business from Paris in 2015, I decided to, that's, that's one of the things that I give as value to my clients. I will automate their processes. I will identify which processes they can do so they can automate it, get more results faster, better, and more efficient, right? And that actually takes them faster to their goals, faster to their success. Awesome. Uh, what would you identify yourself as first? A, an artist? Or a geek? <laughs> That's a really difficult question. Actually, I've been I've been both 50%, 50-50 full-time since I was, like I said, since I was 17, 100 percent I was a full-time musician and a full-time uh, software engineer. So I, it's kind of hard. Like I'm both. I really I can't, you know, can't separate them both. But I'm always, of course, right now my focus is on the coaching. So definitely um, that's what I'm doing right now. Mostly, mostly on the coaching right now because of the pandemic, there's no, not many performances for me. And because I, I moved town, so I moved from Paris to LA. So I'm just building up my band and everything. But as soon as I get my band going, I guess I will be doing more, more activities on that side, you know, but it's always in parallel. I'm always composing things, figuring out what's, new in the music business, like my digital distribution for all my albums are there. And I'm always studying what is, you know, what is new in the digital distribution for recording artists. That's all automation, right? They're yeah. actually linking, uh, they're creating now NFTs. They're automating the NFT generation for a breed music track, for example. So I go in there and I check my track, see what I can do. Is there an NFT I have to create? So I'm, I'm active on that and just not publicly. That's yeah. very cool. Um, when you're, have, have you found that having that background in music and being an artist and all that kind of stuff helps you become a better uh, engineer, left, uh, a left-minded person, and also a better coach? Absolutely, because it's all about creativity. Although software engineering is very creative. You know, when you create a program or you write a code and a software, that's really very, very creative. It's very, very common that other mathematical uh careers or majors a lot of people are musicians as well for example in my in my own major we were 50 50 musicians like 50 percent of the students in the class we were all musicians we actually created bands we were recording our teachers were in it are playing for my band so it was really an interesting major like we were we were 50 and out of 50 25 we were musicians like full-time musicians so it was really interesting. It's, a, it's very, there's a lot of relationship between music and numbers, right? Creativity and numbers. So there's, there's a relationship there. So yeah, definitely 
when it comes to create having a creative idea in the automation, you definitely can benefit from being an artist because you have other ways to think. You know, you have you have um, a different perspective in the creative side. You have you've been exposed to other things. Whereas if you're only in the software world, automation world, then you just see that. But if you're exposed to a variety of artists or different ways how they think, how they they're more creative, then that definitely helps in the solutions that you can come up with. And I think we were seeing in Remember Mega Success how Hugh Hilton says, be creative. One of the C's, be creative in the solution. So how, when you do a deal, when you do an investment deal, you know, you have to be creative. How can you have an idea of a creation if, you, if, if you're exposed to, to musicians and artists, you can see a different thing. You know, one thing clicks uh, with the other conceptual implementation, right? Like you can read something that is from a different industry and apply it to your own industry. Now, I, that, and that's probably why a lot of your clients uh, gets a lot of value from working with you as, uh, as their coach, because not only are you well-versed in left and right, but also in different industries too. So you're able to really apply different things all the time allowing them to see different perspectives. So that's, that's, very, very, um, that's very, very special. Uh, when it comes to coaching, uh, what do you find is the most challenging things that you, most of your clients face? I think is the, well, the accountability. They need a lot of accountability. They don't have, when they're not coaching with me, they don't have that person that's pushing them. Their environment is not conducive to working towards their goals. So they may have a situation at home that is distracting. They may have friends that are distracting. They may have a process, a, a daily routine or a night routine or a nutrition that is actually destructive, for example, and doesn't allow them to focus and continue. Uh, so sometimes the, the main challenge for, for my clients is how can they be their, How can they become their own cheerleader when they're not with me? And what I do is I definitely I follow up as much as I like this morning. And I was just just following up. Hey, did you you said you were going to do the video today? Did you do it? You know, so just following up, just making sure that you know as a coach I care. So the challenge for them is to to be to continue having that incentive to work. And I try to follow up on them. So because I know that that's their challenge. So then I try to be a little more handholding with them uh -huh. and understanding of their own circumstance, because you cannot, you, you can be a coach and tell them, okay, you got to do this, 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 and that for marketing, for sales, for automation, you can give them solutions, but if they don't have uh, an environment where they are, that is, that is conducive to doing all the different tasks that they have to do every day. Because it's, remember, success is about everything that you do daily. It's not about something you do once a month that's mm. going to give you a lot of results. It's something that you do little by little, you know, consistent, consistent things are done consistently create massive change, right? So small things, small things every day. So those small things need to be followed up. And if you don't have an accountability partner, even if you have the coach, but maybe you can get a, a, a collaborator, an accountability partner that can follow up. That's the biggest challenge, I think, that I find in my clients. Um, you're an automation uh, specialist. So lots of people right now are saying, well, there's so many options out there. I can do this. I could do that. That, that app's going to help a lot. This technology is going to help a lot. How does one find 
the most effective one or how does one choose uh, the, the right one for their business or their, their, their personal life? Well, first of all, you get a coach <laughs> that tells you which one is the best. Because if you go out, go out there and start evaluating all the different options, you're going to go insane. That's my job. So I go there and I know exactly what is out there. And then I figure out what's good for them. Because I've already done the research. I'm already looking at it for, from different, for different businesses. So you get a coach. You, get, you ask somebody that knows in that industry, in that, air, air, that area. For example, if you're looking for an app or an automation for productivity, then are you going to go and download all the productivity ones or are you going to go in the app store or in the Google Play store and find the one that has the most rating? You don't know. You can start there, mm-hmm. right? If you're doing it on your own. But how do you know really just because it has a, a top star rating, you know, it could be because they have the biggest marketing. So they're, they're shown at the top. So you don't really know what really is working for you. What if, what if that app application or what if that automation doesn't really go in a, um, maybe you're a right brainer or a left brainer. So different apps work better, right? Depending on how you think. So that's when you get somebody that's an expert on in the area that knows the different things. And then you ask them because otherwise doing it by yourself, is going to take you a long time to figure out and evaluate. And then it's going to be a trial and error, right? So I would, I would say, for example, for productivity, yes, one way, it, the way I go and evaluate my automations if you want to do it on your own is, you know, try to see what's trending on the, on the app store or on the play in the Google play, you can see the big companies, which tools are they using? And you can see, for example, Typeform. I don't know if, you know, if there was SurveyMonkey and Typeform for a long time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were using SurveyMonkey. SurveyMonkey is just to, you know, quiz, right? Just to have a questionnaire, a survey. And there was Typeform that was more creative, more the interface is more beautiful. Well, I've been using Typeform since, I don't know, I, I want to say 2014 or even prior to that, before Typeform got, got out. Why? Because I saw already that the interface was better, was nicer looking. So I evaluate things that are more user-friendly. For example, if it's more user-friendly that you have to do less clicks, it's better. Uh, SurveyMonkey is more like one, two, three, four, five questions, Sim- simple questions, no format. And then now Typeform is big. It has automation, link integration with many other systems. So you have to be a little bit looking in the future what is going to affect, what is going to really be good in the long term, because you don't want to pick an automation that's going to die in a month or a year, right? You want to pick an automation that, or a tool or a system that is going to be around for a long time. So you can see that it's going to be around for a long time if one of the, the biggest companies are using it. So if you see your competition, for example, let's say you have a big competition in your business and the competition is uh, very big. They have big, big bucks for marketing, for sales, for system. They have a big budget. You see what kind of systems they're using. And then you start thinking, well, can I use something similar what is the software or application or automation that is closer to what they're using, that is cheaper, that is free? So that's another thing. Make sure that the cost of the tool is closer to free. So I try to also make sure that any automation that we do and I propose, it has very, very little cost. That's You have to evaluate, right? So little cost, things are going to last long, things that have other competition are using and is working for them. And lastly, something that is good for the user interface. The user interface is easy, it's simple, you can learn fast, 
and you can teach to your team. Awesome. And that's why people need to talk to you because the last thing you want them to do is pick one application, learn how to use it, use it for two, three years, and all of a sudden it's obsolete. And then they have to start all over again. <laughs> yeah. And things get obsolete all the time, you know, like things, the, the technology changes. Yeah. Very. That's, and that's the issue about um, systems and, and, and software. It changes every month. So you need to be talking to a person that is up to date, that knows how to evaluate things faster so that, because it's, it's a lot of information and you can get overwhelmed. This, everything's changing, everything's upgrading and things will be different in three years, massively different. Mm -hmm. So you can't really think that like before, okay, I'm gonna marry this application here. I'm gonna live with it forever. Unfortunately, that's not the way it's gonna be. Yeah. And we have to, they have to just accept that technology is going to be evolving very fast. And right now with the metaverse and all NFTs and digital currency, everything's going to change drastically mm. the way we do the business in three years or five years. Mm. So just get ready. Just get ready. Just use something that works for this year and then you can sustain. And then just worry about the rest later. So don't overthink just get a coach that can tell you exactly what to do, <laughs> which application is better for you faster and then stick with it for a little bit and then evaluate again. If you don't evaluate, then you get obsolete yourself. So it's always good. Like I've, I've changed uh, systems as well. You know, I've, I've used one system maybe at the beginning of the year and then at the end of the year, maybe that system changed. I remember when they were automating the cards, the business cards, digital cards. There were a bunch of, apps and digital uh, actually software um websites that would do amazing job in the digital card they had all these features they went bankrupt so maybe there's some good solution but they're not sustainable right because they, their own business they don't have a good business model so then they flip so then you're really like that system but oh my god it's no longer available because they didn't do a good job so you really don't know and never know just be so just you have to be on the out in the lookout for things that are coming up all the time now, i can only imagine for you that because you're in this space and everything moves so fast you can be bombarded with so much information so many articles so many websites so much info like stuff so how do you deal with uh overwhelm <laughs> And do you even get overwhelmed or because of who you are, you're like, oh, sweet. I love all this stuff. I do like it. <laughs> I, have to, I have to confess, I do like it. I'm like, oh, a new app. Oh, let me see. And I go in there, but I, I, I can go into the rabbit hole. I don't get overwhelmed because I, I go into, if, if I'm evaluating apps, like what are the new apps for productivity? What are the new apps for nutrition? What are the new apps for, for, um, click funnel for funnels, you know, so I, I'll, I'll just go in there and focus. So first of all, I have to identify what is my objective before I go into the research and the evaluation. So that's why I don't get overwhelmed because I have a goal. I know that at this moment, I'm going to go and see what's out there. What are people using? So that's my goal. I just look and then I evaluate one by one and that's it. And I leave it. That's next. I don't get overwhelmed like that with uh, all the information. I do have a lot when in terms of marketing there's a lot of emails that i get i'm subscribed to a few so they are sending uh, tutorials and and tips for example like social media marketing there's a ton of of yeah I, i'm subscribed to a lot of things that they give you a lot of tips so what i do is i get them all 
I delete them. <laughs> and then what I do is, okay, today I'm going to see what, what do they say? I'm going to spend some time, an hour. I'm going to spend some time seeing what are the tips that they're having today. So it's all about setting a goal. So uh, it starts, for example, I'll go in YouTube and say, okay, I want to know what are they talking right now about the new algorithm in Instagram? What's new? What's not what's new, but what, what are the other gurus saying? So I'll go in YouTube and I'll spend a few hours or an hour just listening to a few of the, um, of the reviewers saying what is best. So then I just get that information. Then I just, just it, it's all about setting up a goal. If you set a goal, you don't get overwhelmed. Of course, the, everything's going to be bombarding you all the time. Your friends, your family, everybody wants something, right? Yeah. And they all want to sell, sell you something, some service. So it's all about deciding what is your goal and then spending some time learning and understanding. For me, I need to be informed. So I need to go there. I'm, I'm online every day. I'm reading every day. I'm getting informed every day. But of course, I have coaching calls and everything. But I do spend time uh, reading, evaluating. And every once in a while, I just spend time evaluating systems and testing apps but I am selective and I, and I won't I won't test 10 apps you know I will test two or three evaluate them really quick and then delete them right away nice well that's why we need you right for somebody yeah. who loves doing that kind of work uh, it's very very uh, beneficial for everybody else because you really streamline the process and we don't have to go through all the other apps that you've already rejected um, for yourself if you had to pick one app or one automation uh, tip, what is one that really changed your life, your own personal life? Okay, my, my personal life, like what the autom well, you know what? I have to say my favorite automation is the simplest automation that I have and I've been using it for a long time and it's the Speaky app. So the Speaky app uh, reads out text for you. So I have, so one, one, everything is about the intention that you start your day, right? And in my life, you think what has changed the most of my life is when I set the intention every year, at the end of the year, I set my intention for the next year. And I have a list of tools that I'm going to do for the, I'm going to access for the rest of the year. I have my mission. Everything has to be set up right in my life. I need to set it up. Okay, this is my goal for the next year, for the next three years. And these are my affirmations. These are the things that are going to empower me every day. So in the past, I used to read them. So I, I, this is something I wrote. And this is very helpful for me. It changed my life because setting down the goals helps me and reading them every day helps me have everything in my mind, you know, in mind, inside. So when something, when you see someone, then you connect the dots with exactly what your goal is or your intention, and then you can take action and make a decision, do a deal, have a phone call, make a relationship. So that, that was very important for me. So that app, because it reads it to me, I have saved a lot of time before I had to sit in bed and then just read everything for like 20 minutes. And I remember being in Paris, I'm like, oh my God, this is taking too long. Like I can't do this. So. I automated it so there's a now you have text to speech, but basically that is a very good automation that's changed my life because now I can maybe while I'm brushing my teeth I'm listening to what I want to do and I'm reminding myself and it really really helps and it's really changed my life. So just a simple automation like text to speech something 
is incredible or just Siri, you know, just just the, 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 the actual, you know, any the Siri application, you know, on your phone and the Alexa. I don't have Alexa or that, those things, but those actually really are very transformative in the life of people. Turn on the lights. I have an automation here. When I, when I moved here, I put all uh, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi bulbs. So I automated all the bulbs in my house. So at a, in the morning, when I wake up, I'll do our coaching calls with JT at 5 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> I don't have to wake up and then turn the lights and do this thing. Everything's on exactly when I need to be on. When I come home, the lights are on. When I go out of my house, the lights are off. So all that automation really helps my day-to-day life. And I think that's just as important as your business side, right? You need to set up, like I said, the environment is more important for your business than your actual things that you do in your business. Because if there's, you don't have a proper environment for reaching your goals, then you cannot reach your goals. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely amazing. Um, so that that app, it, it, you actually hear the words that you've written down. So some, somebody speaks it to you, right? So right. if that's the case, if you had a choice, would you like to hear your own voice? It's actually better. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I have and I have thought of just recording it myself and just playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, what's the point? You know. So if if the, the, what's the point? Yeah, sure. Somebody's reading it to me, so that's fine. Is uh, whatever voice it is, it's fine. I, and I and I listen to it in double speed ah. as well. And um, and it you can do my own voice, and I can listen it to it in my double speed as well. But do I want to spend some time recording that mm-hmm. 20 minutes of my life just to record that if I already have the automation, yeah. just I, it's not needed. Mm-hmm. It's not needed. But if I had the choice, yes, I would, I would definitely, I know that it makes, um, it, it's different. I have a recording of uh, meditation and um, a sun salutation for my yoga practice, my sun salutation routine. Mm-hmm. There's some mantras. So of course, you know, mantra voice is very powerful any voice, any vibration. So if you say, you know, I am focused, I am, I am strong, I am powerful, those are very impactful for your brain. And if you say it in your own voice, it's actually very good because it's like you saying it to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You believe it. So it's the same thing. Like when you hear, like I have that recorded that sound salutation mantra for every pose, there was a mantra. So I actually liked listening to that while I was doing the sound salutation. I recorded that last year. Uh-huh. And it's in YouTube. And I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, while I was doing the, the, the work, you know, the sun salutation routine, then I would listen to, to myself uh, in the YouTube <laughs> video. And that was fun. You know, that was, was a really, but it's just three minutes. But if I want to read all my mission statement, mm-hmm. all my goals, all my yearly goals, that's, it takes a lot of work to just read that out loud. So it, there's no point of me spending time mm-hmm. on that. Right. I want to spend thinking- time with you. <laughs> thank you uh, i was thinking that is there an app where you could just read like a paragraph and then they take that paragraph and then they could use the words that you've said and intonations and all kind of stuff and then utilize that data and then do anything right say everything within your voice but i don't know that, that might be out there right? yeah there are yeah you can have a sampler yeah so you can yeah so that's in, in music you know this called they're called samplers so you can record your a voice sampler of your own voice, mm-hmm. and these machines can put that sampler of your your sound and your frequency in any text. Yes. Wow, that is incredible. That's scary too, though. <laughs> it is scary, you know. But yeah, yeah, it is scary. 
people might be doing prank calls and you don't even know about it <laughs> yeah yeah um, i mean yeah th th there's um like you can record your voice and then you can be uh so even in the keyboard you can just do something and it'll be just like you're singing the the song and you're just playing the keyboard but it sounds like it's your voice saying ah <laughs> it's just really incredible so you can do yeah you can do a lot of things with mm. with sampling of sounds mm. now for somebody who's in uh in music and also in coaching two industries that are very very challenging that's also outside the norm of everybody's jobs and whatnot um have you encountered challenges where uh family friends are saying hey don't do this it's too hard it's too scary and if you have what did you do to overcome that where their goals that they have said the families are not supportive mm -hmm. yeah absolutely like that's very common actually it's more common than you than you think I mean I don't know um if you have ha encountered that very in your life but it's that's very very typical sometimes especially in this era where there's so many possibilities right now, there's so many tools, so many possibilities to run your own business, to be an entrepreneur and everybody's open to remote work. So now you can really, really be independent. I've been trying to sell people to have their own business remotely since, since forever. And now it's very easy. So, but people don't are still with the old mindset of having a job, having security, having safety, so, and it's hard for people to understand that. So I am, I, that's very common to have that challenge. What I usually typically do advice on that in that respect is again, make sure that everybody around you is supportive. And if they're not, then we need to manage that space. Mm -hmm. Make sure that the space is, you give them the space. I think we talked a little bit about that, Omega, right? You give yeah. them the space to be themselves and to have us around them, but also give us the space to be distant from that non-supportive environment. Because sometimes we cannot really reject them. Maybe there's a family, maybe it's a mother, maybe it's a brother, and we cannot reject family because they're family they're always gonna be family, for example. Or maybe it's the closest friend and you don't want to really depart from your closest friend. But the truth is you cannot really reach your goals as long as you are around these people. You can't. It's very difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult. You have to separate yourself from that environment and give yourself a space to do it. You have to, you have to set some, you have to set clear boundaries. And actually, what I was thinking the other day is that your lesson to know how, how to have that space is their lesson as well. Mm -hmm. So you're both actually acting your lesson you're both learning by you but by, by us standing standing up for our own space will teach the other person to also to also respect our space mm -hmm. and also demand their own space right and then you can have an agreement and, and just reach a compromise and it's okay this is what we're going to do when we get together we cannot talk about this or we talk about these things so i have a rule I, for years, I had a rule with my mom. You can only talk to me on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And she knew Mondays was our day. But then I realized after so many years, because we had worked out a boundary, and that was okay. M Mondays was her day with me. And we could talk. And she, could, she was happy that I could talk to her. And I just gave her the space. But I knew that it was going to be a negative talk. Or I knew that it was going to be a difficult 
uh, energy to manage. So I prepared myself and I gave, I, I gave her all my attention. But after many, many years of this, I realized my energy was going like this, like this during the week and then Monday like that. And then like this, like this, and then Monday came down. So I decided a new rule, <laughs> no more. <laughs> so, you know, you just have to evaluate, right? And see, because we have to manage our energy. It's not about time management. You've heard it a million times. It's about energy management. So we need all the energy. As entrepreneurs, you know this. You need all the energy that you can harness mm -hmm. from your mind, from your emotions, from your body physically. And it takes a lot from our emotions, our mind, and our bodies to stand our ground when somebody doesn't understand what we're doing. Mm -hmm. when somebody doesn't understand the goal that we're reaching. So it's really important to manage that energy so that money, mind, body, and soul are really strong all the time because it being an entrepreneur is not easy, right? right? It, it takes a lot of challenge. you got to push a lot. So if you want to really um, be strong and reach your goals, you have to manage that and you have to make sure that you have boundaries that you set your distance and you'd give them time, but you give them a, a control time where you are strong enough to mm -hmm. handle it. Otherwise it's gonna drain you. It's gonna make your goal really even faster. It's gonna make you doubt your goal. It's gonna make you have uh, question your, your motives. It's gonna question your action. It's gonna affect your decision-making. This is so many implications. So I would say, yes, it's very common try to set boundaries and try to stay stay as strong as you can with all the energy that you can and replenish, nourish all your energy physically in the mind and in the motion so that you can be strong to handle any challenge. Even if the friends are attacking, you have haters, you have jealous, jealous people, <coughs> you have many things and it's going to be even more. The more success you have, the more challenges you're going to face the more opposition you're going to be because we're going to be at the top 1%, right? The top 1%, not everybody reaches there. Yeah. So you're going to have the rest of the 99 people, 99% of people saying, I want to be there, but what you, you have got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You got to take action. You got to, you have to do what you have to do. Otherwise, if you don't do anything, it doesn't come to you freely, but mm -hmm. it really is about protecting your space. Mm -hmm. Where, how do you refuel your energy? What's the, what's the biggest energy source that you have? Right now, yoga. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely uh, my yoga practice um, three, four times a week. It definitely is replenishing. I think the breathing, it really brings me back to myself. The meditation um, daily. And I have this um, five-minute journal. So the... One of my coaches sent us as a present. So that's, these are the same five-minute journal that Hugh Hilton uses, actually, is the one um, that says, you know, what am I grateful for? What is, how, uh, what, how could this day be better? My daily affirmations. And at the end of the day, what, what, what are the amazing things that happened today? And <clears throat> how can this day would have been, be have been better? And reflecting every day is a very good source of, replenishing the energy of course sleep is very good to replenish your energy if i sleep well i am happy but sleep deeper deep 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 sleep and nutrition so it really is about movement meditation nutrition and reflection so using your mind to reflect that replenishes the having my me time 
having yoga is again bringing much back to myself sleeping is again by myself and um and eating right which doesn't have to be by myself but i like i like to I like to eat eat the right things so that your body is always functioning at top at top um optimal op- optimal <clears throat> optimal performance that is what replenishes me awesome um last formal question for you uh you have the world stage the last the last couple minutes here is going to be your message what is that one message that you want everybody to remember you by one message is don't let time pass and follow your dreams make sure you turn your visions into reality because there's only one life you may be sick tomorrow you may be losing people tomorrow things may change tomorrow and you won't have a chance mm-hmm. I know it's hard to face mortality sometimes, but in fact, we are mortal <laughs> and it's going to end sometime. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't see that end because we think we're young, we're, we're strong, we're, it's fine, you know, maybe I'll do this when I retire. But my message is do follow your dreams and act on them right now. Right now is the time to act on your visions because you won't have any more time later. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds a little creepy, like, oh, you're going to die tomorrow. But it's like that. I mm-hmm. think uh, that's the message. And I w- that's my message for everybody. Just act now. If you need to get there to reach your, your goals, you know, you can get a coach or you can get someone that can help you get there faster. But don't, lo- don't leave your dreams and your goals for later. Do them now. Awesome. <clears throat> Good words to, to live by. Uh, I know you're very busy. Got five very quick questions for you. Just rapid fire. Give me the first thing that comes to mind. You're you're stranded on a desert island. You get one food to eat for the rest of your life, no consequence. What food would that no. be? No consequence. No consequence. Like imagine eating chocolate cake and being optimal healthy too. So. <laughs> yeah, I'd say chocolate for sure. Awesome. Um, Hollywood calls and says they want to do a bio movie on you. Who would you cast to play you? Oh, that's a good one. Um, oh my God. Well, I guess Cher. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> she could sing and act. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So Cher shows up at your front door and says, hey, I got casted to play you, but I need to be able to get to know you a little bit more. Um, but I'm hungry right now. So what would you prepare Cher for a, a meal? Ah. I would prepare um, zucchini with uh, vegetables and uh, tofu. <laughs> awesome. No, I, I already know that you're a, a recording artist and you're also very good at uh, math and all that kind of stuff. So I have to twist this question a little bit. Um, if you were in the Olympics, which Olympic would you like to win gold medals in? Or which sport? Uh, swimming, swimming, for sure. Awesome. And then my last question is, what is success like? And I have, I have five items here. Give me a number between one to five. Five. One, two, three, four, five. So what, how is success like a station wagon? Sorry, what is success as a station wagon? Yeah, how is success similar to a station wagon? Oh, similar to a station wagon. Oh boy. Well, it, because... Okay, it's similar to station wagon because it fits more than less, right? Yeah. It's bigger. 
station wagon is bigger. So success is about how much you can fit in the success, like how much growth can you have? Awesome. And also I would say success is about being comfortable. Like you've reached a comfort level and a station wagon is, has more space inside. So maybe you have, you have more comfort. So that's how station wagon is. <laughs> well done. Thank you very much. Um, do you have any? What is yours? What is yours? Pardon? What, what do you think about um, success well, on station wagon? Well, a station wagon allows you to go from place to place to place. So in order for you to be more successful, uh, you do need to travel from place to place to place, whether it's mentally, whether it's physically, whether it's online, you still need to travel all over the place because you need to build more and more connections. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you very much for your time, uh, your stories, your tips. Uh, is there anything that you want to share last, uh, lastly here before we go? Well, I want to thank you, first of all, you know, for this interview. And I want to wish you the best of success. Better than the station wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wish you the best, the best. I know that the road ahead is long and the road ahead is, is uh, going to have some obstacles, but I know that you're going to reach every single goal. You're going to smack them down and you're going to be like at the top of the mountain and climbing and setting that flag on the finish line. So I know I wish, I wish you the best uh, and uh, I am very grateful for this. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Um, how do people reach out to you? Yeah, so I have. you can reach out to me on all the social media, but Nenny Chasin, it's Nenny Chasin. I am on Instagram, I'm on YouTube, I am on Facebook, everywhere. You can just say Nenny Chasin and Nenny Carolina Chasin and you can find me. You can just Google me and you'll find all the links. And Instagram is where I'm posting most of the content. But yeah, you can reach out to me, just DM me. Uh, you can message me on any of my social media that would be great okay awesome so make sure everybody out there uh connect with nanny here she has a lot of great content uh, some music stuff too so you get to uh, feed both sides of your brain so thank you very much again for your time and for being here until next time uh she is nanny my name is Fong Chua. until next time today is the day to lock your peak potential we'll see you later